Hey everyone, this is Jordan McConnell, founder of the Chrome's Veteran Podcast. And I want to give a special shout out to GHM Canada, who is the first official sponsor of our show. Global Health Management, or GHM Canada, provides savings of 30 to 80% on your prescription drug costs. They have created a website for American citizens who have Crohn's and other issues like diabetes, plaque psoriasis, and any other situation where the doctor gives you a prescription. Check out their website if you need to save money on your medication at freedomrxgroup.com. That is freedomrxgroup.com. And yes, I'm a customer, and I can tell you I am very happy with the service they provide. Hey, everybody. This is Jordan McConnell with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so honored and so happy to have Holly Fowler here with us today. Uh, Holly uh, lives with ulcerative colitis. She's an entrepreneur of, uh, the, of, of, of Kaleidoscope Nutrition and just so excited to have her here. Holly, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a little rainy and cozy here in LA. Um, so yeah, it's a great, great Tuesday. Thanks for having me. You're very, you're very, very welcome. And um, and so I and so you know, so first off, you know, I I would like to just uh, talk to you a little bit about um, just just your background. And so you know, who's who's Holly, and um, you know, especially especially with you know colitis, and just, just tell me a little bit about your journey. Sure. So I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2008, which now seems like ages ago. Um, I was 19 years old. I was home for the summer in between my freshman and sophomore year of college. And I actually had a really sudden onset, which was kind of wild because you hear so many stories about people going years waiting for a diagnosis. And I literally woke up one day and had a stomach ache and it never went away. Um, it it just happened like that. Um, and a little background, it actually, I'd had stomach issues my entire life. Like, like I went to the children's hospital in the third grade to go through like rounds and rounds of testing. And all they came up with was lactose intolerance, which like is so laughable now, <laughs> but that was 95. Like they, you know, it was a different time. Right. Um, and so I was um, hospitalized for a week, got a really quick diagnosis in 2008. And I was basically told that I could eat whatever I wanted to, as long as I took this medicine. And looking back on that, I really took that to heart as a 19 year old college student, like, great, I will just I like live a college student's life. And I ate, drank, did whatever I wanted. And I continued to be hospitalized, like around the clock, like every six months, it was almost to the dot. I couldn't stay out of the hospital. And all they did was kept increasing my medication. And Mm. no one thought to like, ask me to do a food journal or ask me to like, talk about my stress at school or what's going on. And they just kept increasing my medication and switching medications. And, and so I really went probably, gosh, 
six or seven years before it, it was like a light bulb moment where I was like, I'm so tired of this. I have a huge stack of medical bills. I am constantly brain fogged from all of this medication that they're putting me on. There's got to be something else. And so I just went through this long journey of um, looking at all the possibilities, looking at all the scary forums online. Mm -hmm. What are people doing? What's working for them? And I tried nutrition and realized like, what if I just ate differently? What would happen? And the hospitalization slowed down and I, you know, was able to catch up on my medical bills. I felt generally healthier. I was able to do so much more than I could, was able to do. I just felt better. I always, I, I knew that I, I had this ulcerative colitis that wasn't going away, but I was able to actually live my life because I, you know, put a focus on my lifestyle and my stress and my food. And so that's, that's my journey. It was a very long journey to get to this place. I feel like nutrition is talked about a lot more now than it was in 2008. Um, and I'm just happy to be a part of the conversation now. I want to provide that guidance to people that I never had for years and years. And so if I can prevent people from going through art period of, you know, that, I don't know, that cyclical, like being sick, adding more meds, still feeling sick, adding more meds, mm -hmm. then I want to be a part of that solution. <laughs> so that's, that's a little bit about my journey. And I can't believe it's been nearly 14 years now. <laughs> wow. I know it's, you know, even you hear your story, like I think they're you know, telling people because I was diagnosed in 90 in 95. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that, that was like, you know, was it like 20, you know, 25, 27 years ago, something like that. And so, so the idea that, you know, I, as I talk about my own you know, Crohn's disease is like, oh my gosh, it's been, it's been that long already. So, um, yeah, so I'm, uh, curious. So, um, so, you know, all these hospital stays, you know, did, did you want, ever wind up having surgery or anything like that? No, I was very lucky. Surgery was never on the table. I have, um, I can't think of the official term. I think it's like proctitis or something, but it's on the like lowest part of, um of the colon and mm -hmm. so never surgery was never brought up um only recently I had a really long flare a couple of years ago it lasted about a year and a half which was the longest I've ever experienced mm -hmm. and point where my doctor who was fantastic she said I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention that if you ever get tired of suffering this is on like this is an option for you and I told her that I just I, I don't even want to talk about it until there are no other medications and there's no other treatments and we've exhausted through all of them so that's kind of been my place with surgery so far Okay. Well, yeah, well, I definitely don't wish that anybody. So I'm really happy that you've been able to avoid that. Um, I've had, I've had a couple of surgeries and I think I've had like something about two feet of my colon removed and, oh, wow. um, and I've had, uh, 
my my appendix removed and then the, the ilium removed also, which makes which makes you know life fun. And um, so I'm on Prevolite everyday powder and stuff. <clears throat> so I'm so I'm curious, like, um, so how so what was your like uh, your transition? Um, so tell me about the transition into entrepreneurship. You know, living with a living with a um, you know a chronic illness. Yeah, I. A few years ago, I really, you know, nutrition, as I mentioned, has become a really focal point in my life and my treatment plan. And it has been for a while now. So it kind of evolved. It started with writing a blog because mm -hmm. I was so many questions. I just wanted one central location for all the answers. So I created a blog and then that transition into me getting certified as a health coach and personal trainer. And for a couple of years, I was more on the personal trainer side of things. And just in the last two years, it was in the middle actually of that really awful flare. It happened to also coincide with 2020. Mm. And so at home working a full-time job, I worked in corporate marketing and I just felt like it was the perfect opportunity. I was so, so sick. And I was really tired of focusing on my own <laughs> situation. Right. And I just really wanted to put my attention on helping others. And I'd been trying to do it off and on for a while. And 2020, like many, um, it just was kind of this um, perfect transition into realizing what it is that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And corporate marketing wasn't it. <laughs> so I just, I took my blog, I took my certifications and just really built this business to help people with Crohn's and colitis like myself, like you, who just need a little guidance in putting more of more attention on their nutrition and lifestyle. Cool, cool, cool. And, um, and so what, you know, so what are some of the, uh, you know, you know, to be, you know, to, yeah, yeah, so people, yeah, for the people out there that, you know, don't live with, you know, chronic illnesses, you know, what, what are some things, what are some uh, challenges with entrepreneurship, you know, that the folks with, with IBD commonly face? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. I would say the number one is fatigue. Mm -hmm. Many entrepreneurs with chronic illness can, can relate. I mean, any entrepreneur can relate, whether you have a chronic illness or not. You are working for yourself. You are marketing, sales, operations, CEO. You're all of those things all at once. And so it's a tiring journey. It's well worth it, but it is tiring in a healthy body. And then you add a chronic illness on top of that. Right. And the, the fatigue can really be overwhelming. And so I learned early on, thankfully I was in a really good place with my mindset around my illness, mm. but I realized early on that I, my entrepreneur journey is going to look different than other entrepreneurs and that's okay. Um, we all go at our own pace. And so I just, because I am like an all or nothing person and I want to go like a thousand percent, but then right. I and I have to go lay in bed for a week. That's not going to serve anybody. So I just had to kind of find my own pace, find my own rhythm as an entrepreneur and business owner and recognize that it's okay if I can't get everything done in a day. 
Um, and then, you know, when symptoms arise, which they always do, just providing myself a lot of grace and a lot of flexibility and being able to shift around my schedule if I need to, or, um, you know, shift around priorities for the week. So just having a lot, a lot of flexibility and a lot of grace and forgiving myself for not getting what I thought getting done, what I thought that I could get done in a day or a week. Definitely can relate to that. So, um, <laughs> big, you know, big, big time. And so, um, yeah, so how, yeah, so how do you, um, yeah, so, yeah, so what are, what are some ways that, you know, you kind of keep yourself motivated, you know, when, you know, in, you know, when things aren't going your way? Really good question. <laughs> so a lot of it is my, you know, my physical ability, um, when things aren't going my way and what I have to keeping myself motivated. I, every morning I have a morning routine where I will, mm-hmm. sit down, I have a journal, I'll like make a cup of tea. Unfortunately can't drink coffee. <laughs> um, I'll drink a cup of tea and just kind of write out my thoughts. And I always write out a gratitude list. Like I'm grateful for, and then list out everything I'm grateful for just to really put me in the right headspace and remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing and who I'm helping and like what, how it's affecting my clients. And the fact that I'm not just doing this to climb a corporate ladder. Like if I wanted that, I would have my, my nine to five job, but my motivation comes from knowing this experience deeply and knowing that I can make a positive impact on lots of other people. And so that really keeps me going, even on the days when I don't feel like going, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. feel like bed or I don't feel like doing as much. Um, and again, that comes with the flexibility of just reminding myself that it is all for a reason and I have a purpose on this earth and the business is part of that. And if I can only do one thing that day that pushes me a little bit forward, that will get me in front of the right people, then that is, then that's okay. So that's kind of where my motivation lies. Awesome. I'm, uh, I keep muting because you know, but people, well, people are going to know if I'm going to hear that my that my son's in the background having a you know having a great time. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's like 2022. It's been yeah. two years this now. We're all used to it. <laughs> exactly. 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 It may add like a layer of like authenticity to the whole thing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, cool. So, um, yeah. So. You know, on your entrepreneurial journey, because it's, 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 entrepreneurship is a passion of mine. I'm still a corporate America guy, um, but the, you know, but just entrepreneurship it runs in my blood, my family, and stuff. And so, you know, what are what are some you know, I guess success stories, some wins that you've had that you're proud of? You know, in a in a, in, a, in a perfect in a perfect world, you know, what would you like to see you know your, uh, your business you know be? <coughs> yes. So just. One success story most recently that comes to mind is a client who has a very stressful job 
and, you know, has a like pretty consistent symptoms. They're minor, but they're always kind of there, like bubbling at the surface. And just in two weeks of working together, his symptoms are completely gone, <laughs> which wow. we're both sitting there like, oh my gosh. We both are just <laughs> um, so that was really, really cool to give gift him that quality of life back where he doesn't have to worry about those, like just almost like annoying symptoms that they're not a full blown flare up, but just like, they're just always kind of there. Right. And then another win was, um, business wise launching a group program last year called warriors rising. And it was centered around community. So I, provide all of the information that I would provide to a one-on-one client, but with the element of community, because IBD patients are feeling pretty isolated. That's kind mm-hmm. of a general consensus feeling yeah. among everyone I've spoken to. It's just very isolating. And also it's just not something that you really want to share with someone who doesn't have what you have. Right. It's just not really dinner talk. It's, no being able to openly share your experience and hear other people's experiences is pretty special. Um, and just, so I'm, I'm really proud of creating that group program and, um, being able to facilitate community among IBD people. Awesome. Full beans. Um, so, you know, so, so you're not, you know, giving back and doing all these, you know, awesome things for the IBD community, you know, what are, what are some other, you know, what is one of the things you know that you like doing in your spare time? Listen. Um so in my spare time, I so my husband works with golfers. Cool. He's a practice works with golfers. And so this is fresh on the brain because we just got back from a golf tournament. So I personally don't play golf, but we go attend a lot of golf tournaments. Um mm. and always really fun something we can do together um but me personally I love being in nature we Mm -hmm. live in LA so I love to go hiking and go to the beach for a day like have a nice beach day and just just be outside um on the lake or really whatever that looks like I'm always down (laughs) for being being outside so that I, I love doing that and spending time with my friends here. And, um, like, as, as you know, again, IBD can kind of keep you housebound to some extent where you can't really leave that much. And so I feel like I have a, a huge appreciation for socializing when I'm able to. And so anytime someone asks me to go, like, go have a coffee or go have, whatever go to dinner mm-hmm. I always say yes yes I would love to <laughs> yes we're going to the yes hiking yes so I'm the yes girl when I'm feeling great <laughs> mm-hmm. all of the things yeah I mean yeah I mean yeah like, life is short take advantage you know there's so much so much fun stuff to do like you know we uh we moved to Las Vegas from uh, Omaha Nebraska last year and um so that was a pretty big change you know we're there for for, for several years and stuff and so um, so I kind of do kind of miss the nature of Omaha a little bit. And so out here in Vegas, you know, people just think Vegas is all, you know, casinos and strip and all that stuff. But there's, there's still a lot of things to do here. And so we went out to, 
it's called the Red Rock Canyon out here in Vegas. And so, um, so, so anybody listening, watching, highly recommend fun stuff. There's tons of cool trails and things. And, um, this, and, and there's one trail you can actually go to the top and um, you can see the entire Vegas Valley stuff. So it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I, mm -hmm. I went to Vegas for work for like 10 days a mm -hmm. few years ago. And I thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to do in Vegas for 10 days? <laughs> Yeah, I went to Red Rock Canyon. It was gorgeous. Right. It like like okay, this was worth it. This was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Awesome. I second awesome. Excuse me? I second that recommendation. Oh, yep. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. And also yeah, that and Mount Charleston, you know, like Lake Mead, there's all this all kind of it's all kind of cool stuff out here. Um well, awesome, Holly. Um before but before I let you go here, I'm curious, you know. Um, you know, I want to help you get as many clients as you possibly can, take over the world, right? So, 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 how can so how can people reach out to you? I saw your website, and, and also also people out there, her website's awesome. It's really cool. Check it out. So, but but yeah, so how can people find you? How can people contact you? How can people support you? So I'm most active on Instagram. It's Halls Fowler H O L L S. F-O-W-L-E-R. You can also go to my website at kaleidoscopenutrition.com. And yes, so I am currently enrolling one-on-one -on -one and one-on-one -on -one clients. And I'm launching my group that I mentioned, Warriors Rising in the spring for community and health coaching. So yes, if you're interested in either of those, please reach out to me. Also just come say hi. I always like to chat with people with IBD. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, to the folks listening, if you know, if you, if you like what you hear, you know, um, please, please support our show. You know, this is a labor of love, you know, that I do. Um, you know, and trying to get an awesome uh, guest like Holly to come on and all that kind of stuff. So, 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 so please uh, support us, like us, uh, subscribe to us. You know, we're, um, you can reach out to me personally at Jordan at Crohn'sVeteran.com. Um, you can check out our website at cronesveteran.com, our merch store, which I'm not wearing any today, but we have a lot of cool stuff on there for, for colitis and Crohn's disease. And that's uh, at cronesveteranstore.com, um, running more YouTube, all that stuff. And so, again, we appreciate you. Um, thank you so much for being here today, Holly, and, uh, and wishing you well and, and, and continued success in all you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. You're welcome. Have a good day. All right, you too.